0: child i hadn't thought the details were important but now too late i realized how important and yet how ephemeral they were dad had called me at work to tell me grandpa had died and i was keenly aware i would never hear the story again i was stuck in a recurring loop of regret and sadness punctuated by mostly futile attempts to piece together more of my grandfather's story i was bubbling over with questions. I could no longer ask. I was still stuck in that line of thinking that evening as I flew from Washington, D.C. to San Francisco. I had left work early to catch the flight. I was headed to Humboldt County, the farthest coastal reaches of Northern California, an outpost of redwood forests and former logging towns where Grandpa George had died and would be buried. Humboldt is only 250 miles from San Francisco, but it's a hard place to get to by car or airplane. It hugs Highway 101, which for much of its length north of the San Francisco Bay is a narrow two-lane road. As it approaches Humboldt County, it twists and turns its way through the Eel River Canyon and ultimately breaks through the Redwood Curtain, as locals call it. The forests of enormous trees are both a physical barrier to travel and a symbol representing the cultural distance from the rest of California. I had mixed feelings about the trip. On one hand, Dad had said I didn't need to be there. It's more important to be around for someone when they're living, he told me. While I agreed with his sentiment, I thought he had missed the point, at least for me. I wasn't going for Grandpa. I was going to support Dad. Our family was small and getting smaller. I'm an only child, and Dad is an only child, too. I also felt a need to support Grandma. I knew Grandma had her own mixed feelings about attending the funeral, in large part because my grandparents had divorced about a decade earlier. I arrived early in the morning and ate a breakfast of toast and hot tea at the Eureka Inn. After breakfast, Mom and Dad chatted with me while I checked in, asking about the flight and giving me a rundown of the day's events. Then they headed off to meet with a rabbi about the funeral, confirm the plot selection at the cemetery, invite a few more people to the graveside funeral service, and sort out the details for the reception we would host. My role was much simpler— I would spend the morning with Grandma. Grandma met me in the lobby at ten, wearing a suit and heels. I felt sloppy in my jeans and T-shirt. She wanted to walk to the florist a few blocks away. "'El spieta,' she said, and gave me a large hug. She took my hand, and we were off. I loved Grandma, but I didn't know her very well. Or rather, I did know her, but not the same way I imagined other kids knew their grandparents. Grandma spoke English with a strong Polish accent. She spoke very quietly because she feared making mistakes. She was so different than Grandpa, who figured if he kept talking, everything would all come together and work itself out. Grandma was soft-spoken, seemingly doubting her skills, herself, and her place in the world. I wondered if she was more assertive when she spoke Polish. "'You help me pick out some flowers,' Grandma said. "'Of course.' and then we headed off to look at the local offerings. The floral shop was small and didn't have a great deal of inventory. Grandma scoffed at the bouquets. Some were too big and said the wrong thing about Grandma's relationship to Grandpa. "'Red roses are too much?' Grandma both told and asked me at the same time. She meant they expressed love when what she really wanted to say was, "'We had a life together. We survived hell together.' I picked up irises, but Grandma dismissed the bouquet. She pointed to yellow and white roses. "'Together,' she announced to the florist. "'The white is somber, the yellow is friendship,' she said. With flowers in hand, we began our walk back to the hotel. "'You flew a long way for the funeral,' she said. "'You came a long way, too, Grandma. It was a mistake.' She shook her head, and her eyes welled up. "'What was a mistake?' I asked. But I knew.' I didn't really need to ask. The divorce. After the trauma of the war, they had built a new life together in America, and then they divorced. It was too much. Nothing. Oh, just nothing. She shook her head, embarrassed her inner thoughts had escaped her lips. Oh, Eljbieta. She bit her lower lip and grabbed onto my arm. I looked at Grandma, waiting for her to finish the sentence, but she didn't and we walked back to the hotel.